The gospel is the good news of salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ, but it is only good news to those who hear it. Every believer is to go with the gospel. Today, we study with Scott Pauley what God's Word teaches about becoming a more effective witness for Christ. Sometimes our greatest need is just to see our own need. I have found in witnessing to people, talking to people about Jesus Christ, that the difficulty is not in seeing them saved. The difficulty often is in helping them see that they are lost. And that's what Jesus was doing with Nicodemus in John chapter 3. By the way, the last time we studied, we left off with this thought that in the very next chapter, John chapter 4, he deals with a woman at a well And what was her great need? It was also to see her need. So no matter where you are on the the spectrum of society or economy uh, or religious understanding, everybody basically has the same need. And that is to realize they're lost, they need a Savior, and Jesus Christ is the only Savior. Now, we've been in John chapter 3 for a little while, but I want to stay there again today and pick up with what Jesus said to Nicodemus in John chapter 3, verse 7. He says to him, Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. In other words, don't let this blow you away. You must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. And Nicodemus answered, and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel, and knowest not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that we do know, and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Isn't it beautiful that Jesus uses all of these illustrations? He uses birth, He uses wind, He uses an illustration from the Old Testament of Moses lifting up the serpent. But in the end, he brings Nicodemus to one truth, and that is that he needs new birth, that he needs Jesus Christ, a God who loved him so much that he gave his only begotten Son for him. Let me give you a few simple thoughts today. First of all, the new birth is for every sinner. Now, Nicodemus is identified in two ways in this passage. In verse 1, He's identified as a man. Let's start there because that's what everybody is. You're just a human being. And you have to acknowledge that all people are just men at best. Even the best people are just men at best. And regardless of what you've accomplished or even what others think of you, you're a sinner. Everybody needs God. Listen to these all-encompassing words that God uses in Romans 3. As it is written, verse 10, As it is written, There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. And then how about Romans 3.23? For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You see, this is God's message for every man. 
Not one of us is exempt. Not one of us can get to heaven on our own. Ye must be born again. Then, not only is Nicodemus identified as a man, he's also identified as a master. Christ referred to him as a master in Israel. Uh, He's also referred to in verse 1 as a ruler of the Jews. That means this was a religious man. He knew the Old Testament law. He revered tradition. He was faithful to the rituals. He was well-respected and he needed to be born again. Now, what does that say to us? It says that no family background, no religious training, no knowledge of Scripture can substitute for a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Now, please don't miss this. It doesn't matter what your heritage is. and It doesn't matter who you know. It doesn't matter what experiences you've had. Have you been born again? As a matter of fact, in Romans chapter 3, the same chapter that had all those all-inclusive words that were all sinners and there's none righteous, it says this in verse 20, Therefore by the deeds of the law there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. We're told that it's not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy that He saves us. It's not through works. There are no good works sufficient to reconcile a sinful man to a holy God. No one is exempt from sin and no one will escape sin's judgment. So God's message to religious people is this, Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Here's the second great truth. Not only is the new birth for every sinner, but secondly, the new birth is found only in the Savior. I do love how this chapter begins. The Bible says that Nicodemus came to Jesus. What a beautiful expression. Every man must come to Jesus for himself. And Christ promises, John 6 verse 37, that him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. That means if you'll take Jesus, he'll take you. If you'll come to him, In simple repentance and faith, He will come to you in mercy and grace. What did Nicodemus do when he came to Jesus? Well, he declared what he knew. That's what you have to begin with. With every person you speak with, what do they know? What do they know about God? What do they know about Christ? That's where Christ met Nicodemus, right where he was. And in verse 2, Nicodemus declared two things that he knew about the Lord. He knew he was a teacher. He calls him rabbi. And that's true. Christ was a teacher. But he was more than a teacher. He was the actual truth. John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So he's more than just the teacher. He's the truth that everyone needs to learn. Then he said, I know you've come from God. Was that true? Yes, that was true. But it was not only true that he'd come from God, he was God. This same book, John 1, begins with these beautiful expressions that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So sinners have to acknowledge Christ for who He is if they're going to know Him as their Savior, that He is the truth and that He is God. And Nicodemus not only declared what he knew, but he discovered what he did not know. Don't you love that? How the Lord patiently works with us to bring us to the knowledge of the truth. In verse 9, Nicodemus just confessed that there are things he doesn't understand. By the way, that's very essential. When you finally come to the end of yourself and say, Lord, there's things I don't know. I need you. Oh, my friend, that's the beginning of every good thing. Because eternal life is received only by faith, not by your reasoning and logic. The answer to all of his questions came down to one thing, Jesus. New birth comes when religious people stop thinking they have all the answers. Can I tell you when I really found assurance of my own salvation? Can I tell you when I came into that wonderful peace and joy? It's when I came to the knowledge of this truth that Christ was enough. Really, that's what Jesus talked to Nicodemus about. 
In verse 13, he said, I came down from heaven. In verse 14, he says, I'm going to be lifted up on a cross. In verse 15, he says, I'm going to give eternal life to all who believe. And in verse 16, that famous verse, he said that his sacrifice is evidence that God loves all people and does not want them to perish. Can I tell you what this passage is? It's Jesus offering new life through a new birth to an old sinner. And let me tell you what everybody needs. Everybody needs new life through a new birth because we're all old sinners. And no matter who you see, no matter who you talk with today, no matter what they look like on the outside, remember this. Everybody's a sinner and everybody needs a Savior. And the greatest privilege in the world outside of knowing Christ for yourself is telling somebody else how they too can be born again and come into this new life. I want to challenge you to do it today. Go today and everywhere you go, carry this message of the glorious gospel of grace. Tell someone they can be born again and have new life in Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to Enjoying the Journey. Would you like to learn more about how to witness for Christ or perhaps teach these lessons to others? You may order this series in a special Go Kit complete with teacher helps, duplicable student guides, and additional training resources. Simply go to scottpauley.org for more information. We would love to hear from you and help you in any way possible. May God use all of us to go with the gospel today.